0: The car you drive every day should be fun.
1: But it has to do the boring stuff too, like commute, be affordable, and haul your groceries.
0: You can have both, and we'll help you find it. I'm Todd.
1: I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Daily.
0: It's happening. Finally. K- Kevin, Kevin, I'm speaking <laughs> directly to you for a moment. All the rest of you could listen in, but Kevin, we're speaking directly to you. You have <laughs> asked the question over and over, best cars by price point. This is the day.
1: Yeah, we we've Actually, spent some time. I will have you know, Todd some and I spent a lot of time researching this and deciding on categories, which we're still a little, we're still, we're still, still debating cheating.
0: that. Yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right. We're still like, no, I'm not doing it that way. I'm doing it
1: this way. <laughs> we're even debating the actual categories. But yes, it's by price point mm-hmm. and our favorite three. And then even within that, there's cheating because oh, it might be an SUV. It might be a pickup truck.
0: Well, because I do have a pickup truck. Good for you, Ke- Kevin. Here's what's actually happening. Obviously, this question that Kevin has asked is essentially. Best cars at each price point. Best new cars at each price point. We have we have we have looked yeah at the the four hour podcast that this is to cover (laughs) like the first ten grand and just gone how do we pare this down and make it make it something that is actually surmountable. So first off I have to say what we're about to do is not definitive. It's not like every car <laughs> that's good. Not by any stretch. It's not gonna happen. You, there will be many of you that will say, "Why didn't you guys mention whatever?" It's gonna happen, but of we course, had to pare this course. down somehow. So what we did, uh, we're running from twenty grand to hundred grand. Well, roughly twenty grand. That we even except we're that. gonna start under twenty. We're gonna start to under twenty two, That's true. But these, <laughs> Lots are, but these are new cars. These are cars yeah. where if you went to a yeah. manufacturer right now, you could buy a brand new one with a warranty. -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. because as you know, listening to the podcast, we love used cars. We'll talk used cars all day long. We'll love to talk you into a used car and great deals and blah. That's not here, right? Not for this. We would never get done. (laughs) (laughs) So this is all new cars. We are actually going to do a few under twenty grand, but in general, we're going to run. Okay, we're going to run a lot of categories. I don't even know. Should we list
1: categories real quick? Let's list the categories. Did we fully cover the ground rules though, or have we covered the ground rules?
0: It's it's that's the thing. There will be categories. These are only new cars. Under each category, we're going to cover something that is kind of a sports car, which means not necessarily fully usable. If you're you're me, you'd still drive it every day for everything. But a sports car. Yes, yes. all-arounder, which means it could be your only car and be a legitimate enthusiast car and also a car that does all your other life stuff. And then
1: a family car. So that could Mm -hmm. be minivan. Mm -hmm. It could not be. And generally, I think you and I both chose pretty much U.S.-based cars. I don't know that yeah, we went for Well, that's for the thing. Renaults it has to be U.S. And, market.
0: And that's the other part of it as we get into know, price that point because we know Porsche being the king, but everybody, you can sit there and choose options all day long. We are basing these in price categories based on the listed base Price, right, right. We know that even taxes, in some cases, will take you to the next price point. We just we had to organize this somehow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So the the base price, based on the website of the manufacturer, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah, we're going to go through all these categories. Research, folks.
0: Research occurred. My brain, but it was
1: cool. It was really entertaining. I actually had a lot of fun doing this. So uh, here we go. We're diving in. First of all, under twenty, as we said, that's sort of the semi kind of cover category. It's kind right? of aren't you Aren't you
0: surprised? Grand. There's these these are under twenty kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll start off twenty to twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? Yep. Twenty five to thirty. Yep. I had thirty to forty. I think you were still. Dicing I broke it in that half. I broke it in half. Finally. Thirty
0: to thirty five, and then okay. we'll also do thirty five to forty. There's a lot. There's like thirty okay. cars coming at you guys tonight. <laughs> like
1: thirty cars are going to be listed. Uh, I had 40 to 50, mm-hmm. that 40 category. 40 to 50 is a good category. Then we started to do big jumps for the more expensive cars, so 50 to 75. Yep. And then finally, we capped it at 100. So the 75 to 100. Mm-hmm. And that's where we stopped for now. We yep. could, of course, go ad nauseum on the supercars and the hypercars. We are
0: still called everyday drivers. Exactly. And exactly. so most of the time we talk on the show for budgets under 60 grand, but we wanted to go up to 100. And that does mean, look, cars that are listed for $99,000 as the base price, they can be on this list. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you sneeze on them and you pay your taxes <laughs> and your registration and you're already over 100 grand. We know. But we had to do base price. So we are going to get there, Kevin and all of you listening. We hope you'll enjoy this discussion. I'm sure you'll agree and disagree with us. I'm always fascinated by the misconceptions that happen about car ownership. And one of the ones Mm -hmm. that I feel like everybody knows. You don't have to be a car guy. Everybody knows it.
1: 3,000 miles change your oil, which isn't actually right. (laughs) Exactly. Don't fall for that rule. You should look up the manufacturer's recommendation. Mm -hmm. Look in your guide in the owner's manual. And then you should do AMSOIL because their synthetics give you 75% more engine protection against horsepower loss and wear than required by the industry standard.
0: Well, and some of their stuff will last 25,000 miles according to their testing, which I don't recommend. Please don't do that. The (laughs) 3,000 is one thing, but the 25,000 we're not recommending either. But those products are great. Amsoil.com, they have a great lookup table. We've been posting links for that where you can look up your car, find the exact right product from them. We have other things to talk about. One of them is, speaking of cars for sale, Hey, your car. My car is for sale. It's like an actual thing now. I posted the Auto Trader yes, link.
1: Yes, I'm glad you did.
0: My parents sent me a text. Are you selling your car?
1: <laughs> I don't keep yep. them overly informed with the car show. That's true. <laughs> wait, why? Wait,
0: why is this happening? Oh, yeah. That's funny. And all of you are wondering what I'm going to get. Uh, we'll see. I, mm-hmm. I, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm trying to not get ahead of myself. That's my problem. That's why I'm not talking about it because I want to. I need to sell my car first. Kind of a little bit of interest already. We'll see where it goes. But hey. Write to me, call me, Everyday Driver TV at Gmail. That's the email that is that is linked to the Auto Trader account.
1: You want to ask questions about it? It's out there. Yep, exactly. Well, uh, we've also got the pilgrimage trip that's a few months out that oh, we yeah. need to really discuss, yeah. and and both you and I kind of feel like we haven't really in-depth describe it. So we're going to take a moment to do that.
0: Well, I thought about it like crazy this weekend because it was the Nürburgring 24.
1: Yeah. And when
0: that happened, I just, and it was motorsports everywhere. And the problem that I have, and I don't know, some of you listening may have the same issue, but the problem that I have is I have a lot of trouble watching other people do fun things.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now I am not a
0: race driver. I I have no business being in all the mini races that happened this weekend. I mean, it's not like I watch Monaco. Be like, I should be out there. No, I'd get, I'd get man, killed. that
1: guy doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly. I should be in. His exactly, race. I
0: I am <laughs> right. not. But but I, right. but it annoys me. I want to go drive. Or I mean, well, mm-hmm. something I can't do at all: play baseball. When I watch baseball, I want to go play baseball. I don't want to watch somebody <laughs> play baseball. So, so this is—I've always been this way. So all this driving happening this weekend—it just made me want to drive, and it got me excited about this trip. Yes, because yes. the biggest thing that you and I have done with this trip, because there are others that do a, a Germany trip. Yeah, we're, we're acknowledging there, them too. There are other companies that do yep. really good tours
1: but you and I have been talking about the fact that we have set this up and it is just, it is so driver focused. It is. So the meat of the trip is really about driving. As Todd said, it's about track time because that seems so precious. We talk about track time a lot, but if you're actually paying the money, we want you, the people listening, the people coming on the trip, to feel like you're getting your money's worth from a track time perspective. So for us, the genesis of the trip has been less about museums You know, that kind of thing. Although we might end up adding those on future trips, but more about just how much time can we get on track until you are full. You've had your fill and you raise your hand and you say, you know what? I'm good for the day. Yeah. Well, I'm good. Exactly.
0: And, And the other key thing is here, this is not a trip for people that go to racetracks all the time. Please don't misunderstand that. Right. That is a common a misconception. Point. I'm glad you're making because that Because if point. you've never driven on a track, you can come on this track. The reason that we focus that on the tracks for here is because you may never drive on a track again. But we're talking about the Nürburgring, which mm-hmm. every week somebody is breaking a record on the Nürburgring. I don't want you to just read that article. I want you to go, I've driven that track. Right. I know I've what my there. own time yeah. is. Yeah. And the next time you watch F1, I mean, I we, we can't just get you on the whole F1 calendar. I can't get you around Monaco, but I can get you around Spa right and spa right. is such a storied track it is such a such a track that drivers love you can watch the next spa f1 race and go i've driven that not i've been there i've driven that right. track that's why we focus on these two tracks that's why it is full track days both places you right, can go to Germany. Right. We did it in our pilgrimage film. You can go to Germany. You can go to the Tristan Farten, which is the public sessions every night, all summer. They all summer long. That's they the car madness. show. Really? Are, exactly. Show it, is, it is the show. It is that, cars and that's coffee and motion. On. Absolutely, it is. So it's very cool, and we did it for our film. But these are actual track days. So you have far less traffic. You have far fewer restrictions. Right. A full track day at Spa is not common. We're still shocked. So it is focused on getting you that life experience where you walk away and go, I've not only been to these places, I've been on these tracks. And that excites us so much. I'm already excited
1: about this year's trip. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's because of our focus on these tracks and the driving that we want Mm -hmm. to share this excitement with you yeah so go to the everyday driver slash adventures everyday com slash adventures tab and that's where you'll get all the details so it's a full day as todd said on spa a full day on the Nurburgring, and a road tour in between so we're Adding a few other fun extras in there, but yep. the entire trip is focused around driving. Yeah, this is not yeah, about yeah, yeah. shopping. This is not about. <laughs> there is other kinds of the, spa days. The, exactly, this spa day sitting is just in a hot the tub. Track. You're right, absolutely. Our spa day is on track, and, and we're in cars, and we
0: eat well, and the hotels yeah. are
1: nice. Yeah, this is
0: not this is not a college uh, tour. Bring your backpack. These are nice hotels. These are good restaurants. So it's an all inclusive trip. We have the trip a little over half filled already. Yeah, we do, which is amazing and absolutely. so exciting.
1: And the cool thing about this this year's trip is we've learned from last year last year was our first one in 2016 mm-hmm. yeah and the year before we had just gone and done, done it we ourselves did the film, yeah. so that was the basis yeah. of the pilgrimage trip and so this year we have the ability to either increase your track time or yeah. move up in terms of the car choice upgrade your car yeah you can upgrade yeah. both of these categories one or both so those are now options for this year we didn't explore that too much even though we did pull it off last year mhm uh, we increased the track time is what we did kind of on the fly we yeah. weren't able to yeah, increase or uh, upgrade the cars because at that time you've got to reserve the cars in advance we yeah. know you know they need to know what you're choosing yeah, 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 they have yeah. got to have it available if they don't it's much tougher but for this year we've got everything you've got a menu now you can kind of choose true. and pick and choose well and, but, you know, kind of based on your driving styles. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the biggest thing. We don't want to just put you in a McLaren on track for the first time with, have fun. Hope yeah. you don't crash. Best, best of luck you know. for you there. <laughs> Come back if you're not in the ball. Yeah. Anyway. We, we, we wanted, you know, to start here and then mm-hmm. be able to move up and, you know, have you checked off by pro drivers and the whole yeah.
0: deal. Well, you joked about the fact that you said we want to fill people up. What's funny is that <laughs> I want people to be if, full. If you do, If you, do, done, if you do our base trip, no upgrades. You're driving mm-hmm. more than we did – If you, I don't, you and I joked about this – more than Paul and I did to film our pilgrimage film. You get more right. track time than right. we did to film the entire film, and you're in those same cars. So it's the Renault Magon on the ring. It's the M235i on Spa. Both those cars are fantastic. They are, you will not be in those cars and think, well, I got the base stuff. If you just did that trip, we had, that's what everybody did last year on the trip. If you watch our wrap-up for last year, that's a fun little piece where you hear those guys in interview. Mm-hmm. Everybody liked those cars. Nobody felt like they were shortchanged by those cars or shortchanged by their driving. It's about right, right. three and a half, four hours of concentrated track driving on each of those tracks, which you, if you go to a track day in the U.S.,
1: your sessions probably don't add up to that much time. Breakfast? So. Track time. Lunch. (laughs) Track track time. time. Dinner. Dinner. Sleep. 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 Yeah, exactly. Lather, rinse, and repeat. Exactly.
0: So so if you stay with the base cars, we promise you'll have fun with that because everybody did last year, which is why I can say that with confidence. Yes. And we had a couple guys last year who... Three quarters of the way through their Nurburgring day just sat down on the couch and went, you know what, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm <laughs> exactly. good. And so we had other guys that were still raring to go fill in their time. So yep. there's plenty yep. of time out there, which is cool. So all of that to say, Paul and I are just excited. We've been talking about it all weekend because we got so yeah. excited yeah. by the ring and all the other stuff that we just hope you'll join us. If you've thought about it, come because it's going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah, we can't wait to have you. All right, so uh we've got to get to this. uh We've got to spend time. We've got to take the time here. Over the next for all the out. favorite Buckle cars. Buckle up, folks. Now, a I, I, more caveat, caveating this sure, to yeah, death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want it to seem like these are the best cars because you're listening to our opinions. As Todd said, you're going to g- sure. agree or disagree. Sure. So they can be considered best cars in each price or our favorite cars in each mm-hmm. price, and subject to change. We might, you know, wake up tomorrow and feel differently. But. I think there's been a lot of research. You and I have really thought about this, and we're about to give our reasons why. Well, but it's also but just cars at every place. If somebody
0: said, I'm buying that, and that was their budget, I'd go, yeah. Yeah, that was the <laughs> thing for me. In, in every category, I was like, if, if somebody said to me, I'm buying this car at this budget, and that's my budget, and I have to buy new, I'd say, yeah, definitely get that car. Under 20 was a surprise for me. Okay. Because I kind All of right. expected there would be nothing under 20. And then I ran it's into a, a fair few. Amount. That And, again, we're dealing with base prices. I'm going to do a few that I was surprised by. One, of course, is the Mazda 3 that we talk up all the time. Yeah,
1: Yep. Yeah, that's on my base list. Base
0: price of that is just under eighteen grand. Manual transmission.
1: Yeah, And, Agreed. That, and that's a good Agreed. chassis. That's
0: a good, worthwhile
1: car. How many did you pick under $20,000? How many cars well, you Well, I have? didn't put them in the categories that we're doing. We're
0: doing sports all around and family. I just, picked, did. I just picked four. Just four, oh, four. that I wow. thought were
1: interesting. Wow, wow. All right, all right. Uh, I've got the Mazda 3 on there as well mm-hmm. for the price. Yeah. I've got the Honda Civic Coupe just as a okay. base model. You know, of course, you can go nuts from there. See, so yeah, I had the That's Honda Fit on there as the all-arounder. 20. The all-arounder for me, the Kia Soul. Uh, of course it I was. cannot yeah. let that go. Yeah. I like the refresh. I like everything about that car. I know.
0: We are well aware.
1: The base price, the mm-hmm. website states 16000 just over sixteen uh-huh. for a Soul, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Brand new. That's this the car is. But yeah. This will surprise and delight you. It's actually fun to drive. The Kia Soul is my all arounder I know it is, and, and it has to be on this under twenty category. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing for the all arounder. I did do Honda Fit. Great manual transmission. Surprising amount of space in that car. That 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 remains my king for space. Okay. So that that's in there. And then the other one I have to list because, I have to be honest, it's not attractive. But okay, the Toyota IA. Formerly the Scion IA.
1: Oh, yeah, that's on your they list? They call it the
0: Toyota Yaris IA because it's actually the Mazda 2 that we don't get here. It's the Mazda 2. Okay, you're and you can sneaking get it, stuff in there. You you're can get it sneaky. for sixteen grand with a six-speed manual. Hmm. I'm not saying run out and buy that car, but if this is really your budget point, th- those are the, the the benefits of that. That's my outlier, but it's on there. And, and that's, that's an and outlier. I had, the, I had the Kia on there, too. That was my four. That, that, but that's under 20. OK. That's, you, that's the Soul was on there? Yeah. Because hey. We, awesome. are, we are almost, we are unfortunately not sponsored by Kia. Because we talk about <laughs> the Kia Soul so much, you would swear we are wearing Kia Soul t-shirts. But we aren't.
1: So, uh, yeah. You know, I, I had a, uh, a moment of reflection upon re- completing my list. Because now we've done under 20, which is sort of the preface to a book or the introduction. We haven't actually started chapter one yet.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. This is a lead up. You're
1: right. I had this retrospective, and I found on my list there were no Toyotas, no Maseratis, Alphas, FCA products, Dodge, Jeeps, or Chryslers of any kind. Really? No Mitsubishis, no Cadillacs, no Buicks, Acura, Tesla, Nissan Infinities, or Jaguars, Anywhere to be found? Really? Can you believe this? I'm
0: going to represent some of those brands.
1: I know. I figured you would, yeah. but I just I looked at this brand. And I thought, at my list, I'm, I was thinking, huh? There's more cars that are made and sold here. Why don't I have any of these on here? And for various reasons, in it comes down to price, or I just like the dynamics of one car a little bit better. sure. sure, sure. Not that any well, of those cars yeah. are bad. I mean, here I am. The two cars I own aren't on the list. Interesting. Well, we're we're trying to
0: pick at these price points. Go sniper shot at each Mm -hmm. one of these price points. Mm -hmm. Each one of these categories. Again, the categories we're trying to to kind of direct ourselves into are what's the sports car, what's the all around, and what's the family option at each of these prices. So now we're into twenty to twenty five grand. Chapter
1: one. Yeah. (laughs) Good evening and welcome. (laughs) All right, twenty to twenty five k. Okay. I've got three. Breaking it down here, I started with the Ford Fiesta ST.
0: Okay.
1: That is on my list, starting at 21,000, just over 21. But what category is that in for you? So that's the twenty to 25,000. But what, like all-arounder, or where are you? No, that is the sports car. That okay. is the fun all right. car all right. right there. Yes, thank okay. you. I, uh, that's got to be on there. I mean, later on, I'm debating other Fords, mm-hmm. but at this category... And I've even heard Ford employees, a plan pricing is 17 on that car. Yeah. I hear you. So for the rest of us to walk in a showroom and buy one for 21, the amount of fun, as good as that car is. I agree. And, you know, we could suggest use are 12K used, but, you know, we'll stick with brand new off the showroom floor. They're 21 grand. That's got to be on there. It's on my list as the fun car.
0: Here's the thing. I, this is the only place where, where
1: I really, I put a car
0: in two categories, because two price categories. Because oh really, my sports car here is actually the MX-5, which is twenty-four yeah. nine. And I went
1: okay. Okay, right. taxes <laughs> technically
0: puts it in the other category, but I want to put it here because we're talking about twenty to twenty-five grand, and here is a sports car less than twenty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Technically, I admit, but less than twenty five thousand. Well, but how well found can you go? Work in both
1: categories. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because I, and I'm I'm teasing here, but also in the sports car category of the twenty five to thirty, you can get the actual club model and you can put some stuff on it and get it close right, to thirty. Right. Right. But twenty four nine, my sports car's got to be the MX five. Okay. My all arounder first choice is Fiesta STM. Right there with you. Okay. Second great. choice, I did list the Fiat five hundred a Bart because that did car you? lists at twenty grand. And oh people gosh. are talking
1: them down. The Abart. You're sure it's the Abart? Yes. Listed the at 20 the grand. list
0: price is 19999 That's the list-based astounding, price.
1: actually. So
0: that means you could get some stuff on it and still be under 25 which is the exact same case with the Fiesta <laughs> ST. <laughs> uh, look, the Fiesta is a little bit better dynamically. The 500 Abart, watch our review. The 500 Abart is more personality, but the Fiesta is better dynamically. But the yeah, Abart's got to yeah. be there. So that's in my all-around category. Okay. I have... I did actually. I went a little nuts in this category. I have three in the family, but where are
1: you? Well, I I went to Hyundai, and it's a car that's not quite out yet, and therefore was not priced yet on the website. So I am making an assumption. I told you there'd be a little bit of slide, yes, underhanded. Of hand. There it is. Okay, yeah, sleight of hands like cheating. It. It's the 2018 Hyundai Elantra GT. Good, good, good. It has changed. The styling is updated. I am intrigued by this car. I like what they're doing. I bet you it's going to be surprising, and for the price, I bet you it fits in the twenty to twenty-five base price category. Right. I bet you it does. So I'm very curious about this that's car, a good one. That's and a good I'm, one. I'm looking forward to driving it. I yeah, this is. I've already asked about it from the press fleet. They don't have any yet because they're like they're still waiting like on stingers. As a matter right? of yeah, fact, yeah, exactly, exactly but, right. Uh, but yeah, not not yet. So I'm okay. leaving that as my four-door all-rounder, mm-hmm. and I've still got an SUV left here
0: good for you all right well in the in the family category for me i have uh, a honda accord starts at 23 grand really starts at 23 grand a uh, honda accord honda accord just w- welcome to honda accord 23 grand really i i have trouble i have trouble recommending if, if we're talking about the family car i have trouble recommending go get a civic when you get an accord and i can't recommend the camera yeah. you go get an accord right. so 23 grand honda accords in there if you want small SUV though, if we, that's what if you think family car, you think SUV. I have to go Mazda CX
1: five. I'm right with you. That's the exact choice. The base price on the website says twenty four forty five dollars, so just over twenty four thousand dollars. Of course, you can go all the way up to thirty and load that thing early out early thirties. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, the CX five. I like what they've done with the update. I like the the corporate styling direction. Everything Mazda is doing just seems so carefully planned and thought through well. And they're genuinely decent to drive. You, got, yeah, you buy, I are. mean, I had the they base. Are. We both talked the base Mazda 3. You get a
0: base Mazda, and it just has decent driver dynamics and personality. Mm-hmm. You got the base one. You just got the car from Mazda. A lot of other brands can't pull that off. You know what surprised me at this category? Mm-hmm. I did have a third one, kind of a wild card in family here. Really? The Volkswagen Golf Sportwagon starts at 21.5. You're kidding me.
1: The That's, new Sportwagon you're talking The new Sportwagon.
0: That's tempting. Starts at 21K? starts Starts right there. Now, of course, welcome to options. Right, but, right, but yeah, it goes here twenty to twenty five. Really? The Volkswagen Golf Sport Wagon, because if if you think family and you think wagon, not hatch wagon,
1: there's your car done. I saw one of those the other day, and I just thought, there's one, that and they're, looks they're cool good. looking, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they, they are. They're, they're sort of a mini all road, you know, sort of that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. go. And,
0: and at twenty to twenty five grand, do that. If you're thinking wagon for family, I think it's
1: an excellent choice. All right, moving on to twenty five to thirty k. I am... uh, How long are we doing this? (laughs) (laughs) We've got a race ahead here. All right. So the Mazda MX-5 is on my list too, but I've slotted it in this category because it's pushing 25. So I thought, all right. No, that's fair. 25 to 30. I had to to mention it prior, but it really goes here. It's a car that can fit in both categories. I like that you made it work in either one, but for me, the sports car is the Mazda MX-5 here. So the new ND chassis... I like this car. I notice the sport is the low price. Then you can go club, and then mm-hmm. of course grand touring. Not mm-hmm. to mention the cup car, but or the RF can, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or the RF. Mm-hmm. You can go really up in uh, in terms of price, but base price just under twenty five grand. That's pretty important. I uh, I struggled a bit in this category as well, and I have a surprise for you at the end. Okay. My second car here, well, first of all, what's your sports car before I go on? Sports to car the, for me, I have to say it. Around.
0: Come on. The BRZ or the 86? Pick, Take your pick. And okay. interestingly, okay. The, the Toyota 86 now is now base price more expensive than the base BRZ. So the BRZ. You're kidding me. Yeah. I mean, by like 500 bucks. But the BRZ Still. it used to be about five 600 bucks more expensive. Right, they've, right. They've swapped them. But yeah, so the BRZ 86 take your pick. We're talking just over 25 is the base price for that. Now, you can leave the showroom in those cars at 32 grand and I say as an owner that's too much. But mm-hmm. but Sure. Starting at 25 grand, 25 26 grand. This is the classic and I don't say this as an owner, I say this is somebody that drives a lot of cars. This is a classic, perfectly well balanced. This is what a sports car should be chassis and it's that cheap. Yeah, it is. It is a right. genuine competitor to the Mazda which has done that that whole perfect chassis forever. And this is genuine competition, other than the fact, of course, it's not convertible.
1: I hear you. But Toyotas are still nowhere to be found on my list. Okay. Um, all right. There it is. I'm uh, going to the second category here as the all-around for the GTI. I feel like if a GTI is not on your list somewhere then it's got to be revisited and tweaked. Because the GTI starts at just under $26,000. Yep, yep, yep. Four-door GTI, done. Mm-hmm. The original.
0: That is, and, that is the all-around king. You're
1: right. I feel like it just it belongs right here. Mm-hmm. Was that your same one? I have it in there. I
0: also put this, because I had a feeling you were going to go GTI. I also did list, it's got to be here, Subaru WRX.
1: Okay. All I mean, right. Come Fair on. enough. Fair 26
0: grand for that car. It's it's our go-to, uh, almost 27, it's I guess. It's really hard to but beat. It yeah, is. come on. You want the all-wheel drive, bang around vehicle. It's also yeah. fun to drive. Yeah. And by the way, it has space. Subaru WRX, done.
1: I agree. All right. Uh, moving on to the SUV category the family. here. Yeah. family, yeah, yeah. Family category, although mine is a pickup truck. Really? That's the surprise. That is a surprise. I'm intrigued by this. And ever since they've come out with the refresh, I've just, I'm just intrigued for what it is and okay. the price point and the fact that it's a Honda. It's the new Ridgeline truck.
0: OK, all
1: right, sure. Starts sure. at just under 30, so $29,475 for a Ridgeline truck that mm. now looks like a real pickup truck Yeah, with yeah, that yeah. gap between the bed and the cab. So it looks like a little, tiny <laughs> pickup it truck. brought back the
0: styling things again. I, get, I love it, I love it.
1: I, I'm just intrigued by him. I'm just yeah. intrigued by yeah. the, the bang around nature of this. It just seems so useful, road trip, camping trip, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's a Honda. It's going to run. Not like all the engines that were blowing up in the Indy 500 this weekend. But, uh, yes, uh, that happened, too. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I'm all about the Honda, and um, I'm intrigued by this, especially that tailgate, the, the swing-away yeah. tailgate. Yeah, 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 Everything about this truck, it, I'm just intrigued really by It's really
0: well it. thought out. It's just it's the anti-pickup in many ways, Yeah. to its detriment, but I hope it
1: gets embraced. I see that. It seems see like that. it's got space for family, for yeah, yeah. stuff. Just You don't even have to worry about it. Maybe if you yeah, yeah. never have to wash it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs>
0: you know. would anyway, but yeah. Well, I actually had a different one in the family category that I have some experience with, but I love the re- the refresh. The GMC Acadia starts at 29. Does it really? It starts now. Now, I will admit, you fully de- you fully Denali that thing put everything on it it's 55, which is ridiculous, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But yeah. it starts at 29. You're right. I
1: like the refresh on that,
0: too. And, They've done and a great the, in job. In the refresh, it looks really good. It actually looks a little smaller, but not smaller in a bad way, but it still has similar space. It's got gobs of space. If you're a person who says, I have to have more than five seats, I don't want a minivan, you should be looking at the GMC Acadia. There is the mm-hmm. Chevy Traverse as, as an uh, option. You know, Obviously, slightly different looks, slightly different uh, price points, but I'm a big fan of the GMC version. I owned the prior Acadia, yeah, which right. we really liked. Right. It wasn't dynamically fun, but it was a fantastic family vehicle. And one of the reasons we get rid of it, besides my wife's whole story about I don't like driving my car, <laughs> besides that little little tidbit, it was the fact that we realized there's three of us. We weren't, we weren't going to have any more kids. We have a seven-seat car. What do we need this for? I mean, the dog
1: needs space to go bowling in the, the back. But we right? don't
0: have the Great Dane. But yes. <laughs> but if you need more than five seats, I think the Acadia, and you don't want to do minivan, I think the Acadia is your
1: answer, starts right here at 29. No, you're right. I like the Acadia a lot. And if you compare it to the other shopping in that category, it would be a Ford Explorer.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Dodge Durango. These Dodge kind of Durango. I'm yeah. not
1: really interested in those, to be honest. They work for a lot of families. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. the Acadia just seems more compact, but still a lot of space inside. I like it. I've, I've been a fan. I've driven all those. And mm-hmm. there's good things about all of them, but the Acadia, for many reasons, I prefer. All right. So we're at the category of 30 to 40 for me, but... You have diced this up. I, think I split it in half. I did. Splitting this a little did, more I finely. A, I did
0: a 30 to 35. Um, I could combine everybody and talk through if you wanted, but I did a 30 to 35 and then a 35-40 because I just thought it was, this was such a packed category. There's so much stuff in this area. Now, yeah, right now in yeah. the US, I'm going to get it a little wrong. Right now in the US, I think the average price of cars sold is somewhere in the range of 32, 33 grand. Is it? So there? we're in that area where almost everything ends up stacking up. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely stuff. In the
1: 30 yeah. to
0: 35, below 35 range sports car, BMW
1: 2 Series. I agree. That was the first one for me, BMW 228i for 33, 150 base. Mm-hmm. That's pretty in- inexpensive for getting a lo- into a, a lot BMW. Lot of car. It's a lot of car for that. For I sure. am thrilled with that car. I like it a lot. This There's so many options in this category and the next one to come. I had trouble with both these. These took me the longest to decide on because there's so much stuff in here. But yeah, the two series, the 228 for me is, you know, start there. Of course, you can load it up and you can get a oh, fifty thousand dollar 228i. But yeah, that's where I started. Okay, uh, in the
0: all around, and again, I stayed under thirty five in the all around category. Two that surprise me, they're kind of outliers. They're not my favorites, but two that surprise me that are here. One one I very much want to drive is the new F- F- uh, Ford Fusion Sport.
1: Okay, It starts right. at thirty three. Does it really?
0: Like 33 and a half, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Which is interesting because that's, you know, Ford kind of does something in the, they're kind of thinking WRX, if you will. Not right. really, but it's kind of that world. It's almost more like the the, the the old legacy. It's it's the all wheel drive family car. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a
1: legacy spec B it, by it, Ford. It,
0: it kind of, kind right? of that. It's a kind of that idea. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah, all I right. kind of think it feels like that. <laughs> so there's that guy. And then also in the all around category, which is, you know, this has some enthusiast flair, but it could be your family normal car. We don't give it much love, but the Infinity Q50.
1: The Q50. You, you know? recently had one of those, did you not? Or no, no, that... that was a Q30, that was Q30 SUV. I'm talking about what, what the G37 became is now the Q50. Sorry, it was QX30, the SUV, and Qs of the cars, yes. QXs of the SUVs. Exactly. Right. Exactly right. right. But anyway, okay. so the Q50
0: is is their three-series fighter. But okay. it starts at 33 doesn't really. It starts
1: at $33,000. That's pretty astounding to so be honest. I really look at that as a luxury car. That's yeah, but in the forty category. Yeah, but to be but honest. it's
0: starting right there. So you could get into one that low, which is interesting. Of course, that's another car that could easily be fifty. But but I wanted to mention it because I was surprised by that. And then in my family, right starting at thirty grand even. Hmm. So okay. I had to put it. That's one of the re- other reasons I broke this up. Okay. Honda Odyssey. Starts at thirty grand. Are they really? They start at thirty. Now the one we had a few it years back was like a back, sixty
1: thousand dollar minivan. It, it was wasn't like fifty two. Yeah, like fifty two. was, it was so, up there.
0: Yeah, you can you can do that with all of these cars, obviously. But it starts at thirty, and that's a, that's a, honestly, I know this is a weird sentence. Brace yourself. That's a great minivan for thirty grand. <laughs> I, I'm not in, general, in generally in the habit of saying that's a great
1: minivan, but if you're
0: shopping for minivans, Honda right. Odyssey starts at thirty grand.
1: You say that knowing you'll never own one, but... This is true. Nevertheless, is true. it is but, a great minivan. But I don't need one. Yeah. So there you go. All right. My all-around, and it is truly an all-around, it's the WRX STI. That is a family car. It has plenty of space, people, and luggage. It's... Got all wheel drive. It's a winter car. It's a sports car. It's a track car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that is the all around, and it starts at just over thirty six thousand mm-hmm, dollars. Now, mm-hmm. I think fully loaded, they're thirty nine to forty one somewhere yep, in there. Yeah, something like that. Kind of yep. depend on what you get, yep. but the the STI, it's on my I list. Think it's good. It's really good. It's got to be. I it, keep gravitating towards that car.
0: In that same category, almost the same price, my all around for the back half of the thirties is the Golf R.
1: Yeah, I I had the Golf R on my list for a while, and then I thought when you and I review those cars, and we did Mm -hmm. that four car Mm -hmm. comparison that was on Velocity. What is the car I kept reaching for the keys? Yep. When we had a choice, you go
0: STI every time. I always just. Interesting.
1: I can't get enough of this car for some reason. There's so much depth to it. Now the interior is not as nice as the Golf R. We've explained and discussed that a lot, but I just kept going for the. Huh. I just liked it when we. Beat on these cars and yeah. just yeah, shrugged yeah. it off and kept going and yeah. all this true, stuff. And so true, I, true. I was always gravitating towards that.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the golf, the golf are for me because look, it isn't as fun, but it isn't as fun if you're going back to back to back to back. That's the thing. Right. If you're driving it by itself, is that car fun on the back road? Yes. Oh, it is. yes is it fun yes, on the track? Yes. yes, it can be. But you can also drive it just as your commute car and love that car. Yeah. You know, and, and look around and be like, this is a nice place to be. And they start there just under 40. That's interesting. So, golf are, uh, where are you otherwise? I have a couple more because I did 35 to 40, remember. Oh, that's
1: right. Well, my, I only have one. I guess I could have done more, but I have one okay. that's sort of the family, but it surprised me. All and right, this good. is a stretch. It might be for, um, the European families that know how to get all their stuff into a smaller car, because <laughs> you know, of course, American families buy the suburban with seventy-three cup holders and I, I bought, I know, bought a seven-seat Acadia. Promptly had one kid and went, "Why do I have this enormous car?" Yeah, <laughs> this also surprised me because I knew I wanted an electric car on here somewhere. Okay, somewhere on my list, and I went with the Chevy Bolt that starts oh. at thirty-seven four ninety-five. Sure. It could you could make this a family car. Yeah. But yeah. I've only ridden in one up to this point. It was a lift that I had mm-hmm. from I remember, uh, from an airport drive. Yeah, yeah. And just thinking, huh, okay, well I actually kinda wanna ride in the back seat. Mm. And mm-hmm. I did, and I just thought, all right, there's you know, it's not huge. It's not sure, huge. Sure, sure. Yeah. Fair amount of space, seats fold, you can get stuff in there. It could be a family car, the range and the price the fact that you don't have to get the monster tesla that's 160 million dollars or whatever yeah.
0: okay okay i went for the bolt
1: i like that yeah. that's a good that's a good
0: kind of curveball here i like that it's almost like a wild card surprise but it's but it's, but it's solid that's really solid here for family i actually listed a couple here uh one was you know if you're uh, is this a family car you know what actually take i'm taking one off right as i think about it right okay. now a okay. family car i'm going to say volvo v60 the V60. Starts at 36. Got two wagons on your list so far. Volvo v- V60. I just feel like, look. Dig it. What do we it. talk about here on the show? We talk about, we have many of you write to us and say, I'm a family guy. I don't mm-hmm. want a minivan. What are my options? You go either CUV, things like the Acadia, right, right. or you go wagon. That's true. It's you know? true. Now, I've already given love to the Honda Odyssey. I'm, I'm, I've put out there that minivans exist, and there are, there are some that are better than others, obviously. That's up there. That's but that's the gold standard. Volvo V60 starts at thirty six grand. We like the space. It's yeah. got a decent interior. Yeah. It has a surprising amount of backseat space. So that's got to be my family car. I do have to mention two other things here that aren't in family. Okay. Talking about my sports cars for the back half of the 30s. Because remember, my Golf R was all-around. Oh, that's right, because it's four-door. Yeah, and I split this. I, sorry, I went nuts in the 30 to 40
1: grand. That's okay. Sorry, There's sorry. a lot in there. Yeah, the, I, I whittled stuff down. I deleted I changed In
0: the sports car. And for me, the sports car category for us was this is your enthusiast focus car. You might not want to use it for the things. If you're me, you probably would. But in general, you might not want to for the things. <laughs> Off-roading in a Golf R? This is where the Ford Focus RS goes. Oh, it's on your list. Yeah.
1: In the sports car category,
0: because I I think I would probably daily a Ford Focus RS. I think most people wouldn't. The people we know that have owned them, after a while, are like, I don't want to daily this anymore. Right. So it then becomes your sports car. It becomes your fun car. I get it. I get it. Great track car. Great fun back road car. Might not want to drive it all the time. So that's why it's in my sports car list. But then I do have a weird wild card. A weird wild card just because I cannot believe it exists. Okay. Today, when we're recording (laughs) this. I'm worried. (laughs) <laughs> is the end of May 2017 okay. and on the Mitsubishi website you can buy a new 2015
1: it's still on there Evo 10 it's still on their website mm-hmm. Have they just not gotten around to cleaning up the website? Is now, that why? I wondered. I actually wondered if the links went places. You can click around,
0: you can get yourself you can start That's start been on there building. for a long time. And, and meanwhile, other automakers are announcing their 2018 models. Mitsubishi <laughs> will sell you a brand new 2015. This is not a used car, folks. This boggles me. So I had to put it here because it's clearly a sports car unless you're me, but it also is technically a new car that's well, 3 years old.
1: I they're out of production. They've stopped making them. It's insane. Maybe it's because they still have some on dealer lots it's hidden insane. away somewhere. or
0: Do they have a Do they have a dusty uh, lot of cars? That they go, all right, hey, ramp it up. we got we got to make one.
1: I, what, do they no, do? what are they doing? No, surely not. I think the webmasters just haven't cleaned up the website yet and I, figured I, out, oh, yeah, we I should had, take that off I by now. I had to
0: list it only because I couldn't believe that it was oh, there man. and the links were live. <laughs> and I was like, I'm actually talking with Mitsubishi right now about how to build and price at an Evo. How is this
1: possible? What year am I in? Can you imagine how... Mind blown, the sales guy would be when you walk in and you spec'd out your twenty <laughs> of a car. Cheat. Uh, uh, sir. Um, so anyway, I had to say it just because I couldn't believe it happened. <laughs> All right. So it continues to get difficult with the 40 to 50 category. Tons of stuff here, too. I think you and I are from here on out, we're, we're both on the same pace. Yes, we so we're, we're, I didn't we're, split any others. 40 or 50? We're not 50. splitting and yep. dicing everything up. All right. So starting off with a fun car. Also, this entire category surprised me. Okay. Good. I, good. I surprised myself, interestingly. I'm going to start start out with the Mercedes AMG GLA 45. Good. Good. Because it starts at $50,600. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you can ramp them up and you use can. they're actually a you deal. Can. Mm-hmm. But for this category as your sports car, this is very hard to ignore. Mm-hmm. It really is. Despite the fact that it's not a PDK transmission, it's yeah. good. Yeah. The PDK is better, but Yeah. Yeah, we like it's this. It's funny, car. I had it here too, yeah. Do you really? Same yeah, yeah. same car? I actually
0: had the Audi A5, too. Did you for sports? Yeah, because it starts at forty-two grand.
1: Interesting. Maybe a little
0: more your, you know, a little more GT car feel, obviously. Okay. But you know, I I don't know that you buy that car as your all-around family car. You know what I mean? It, it, it that's a car that's a special occasion car a little bit. You know, your Audi A5, sure. your two door, you know. Sure. I think your yeah. A4 is a little more. We bought it for the whole family. Sure. And I, I realized the fact that they start at 42. I always feel like those cars, because of course the way you expect them, I feel like those cars are fifty five, sixty grand. I just have just that Just the my perception. Brain. That's, you that's mean? perception that yeah. they have, I yeah. think.
1: And they start at 42. So A5. That's incredible. All right. Interesting. The next category, I also surprised myself. I was thinking about just a sedan. Okay. Yeah. And I chose the E class, the brand new Mercedes E class, okay. starting at fifty two thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. So you actually broke out of fifty grand
0: in the forty to fifty category.
1: I I squeezed <laughs> it in there because I wanted it to be in there so much. Okay, all right. I okay. told you I cheated. All right, that's right. There's I, some cheating I going on. I crammed this in here because I wanted it to be in this category desperately. Okay. And I like this car. I like what they're doing. Yeah. I felt yeah, yeah. like it really is a. It's the car over the 5 Series. I like the new 5 Series, mm, too. Mm, but okay. for a family yeah. car, the family sedan, the traditional, I like the E-Class. I just do. And I like the new one. I love what Mercedes is doing with their interiors. Yeah. yeah. And so I shoehorned this in here, That's and I'm funny. sticking to it. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I did a couple weird things. I actually cheated a bit in this category, too, because <laughs> here's here's what I did. So many choices. We talked. Well, yeah, We talked about what the rules were. This is the only place I broke the base price rule. Okay. Did you? Because I realized... I could have had a 3 Series in the 30 to 40 range. Sure, sure. But the sure. 3 Series is one of those cars that I actually, well, I would tell somebody, go get a base A5. I would not tell somebody, go get a base 3 Series. I don't know why. I just The base 3 Series for me never feels hmm. like a good enough car to what I want it to be. The base 2, I like. The base 3, I'm always like,
1: really? You mean you have to option it up to get it
0: to a so, place where you really start to like it? The, the BMW 340i starts at 4748 grand. Does it really? Yes. So I put it here as my all-around. Look, okay, it's the king, okay? okay? The 3 series, 3 series is one of the series, ones yeah. that everybody is using as a benchmark. It doesn't it mean it's perfect. It's not. But I put that as my all-around car here because it's specifically the 340 because that's the base price of the 340 specifically, not the 3 Series in general. Starts at okay. about 47000
1: 30, 30, uh forty 47, uh, eight grand. Is that the hottest engine you can get with the 3 Series? Short of going M, yes. Short of going M. That's yes. That's what I'm asking. That's why I'm there. 340i. Yeah. So that's why I
0: had that there. And then I had a a kind of wild card all around. All right. Infinity QX70. Do you remember this car? Let me back up for you. The QX70? Hang on. Hang on. Let me back up for you. Wait. I'll tell you what it is. You remember when we all remembered what Infinities were (laughs) called? There was the G37, which was a sedan. Right. They had the quasi-CUV version of that the Q37 it had the growly exhaust and the long nose and it had it was essentially the that's slightly right. raised SUV version of the the G37 sedan we all liked okay that's become the QX70 rear wheel drive biased long nose it's the shoe. SUV thing Yes, the shoe right it's the shoe from infinity it's become the QX70 it starts at 46 grand really? that's my kind of wild card all around if you're looking for SUV but you want some fun you've got this kind of money QX70 starts right there Interesting. No, you never see those. At least I don't.
1: No. You never hear about them. Not around here, to be
0: honest. So, I, when I was looking on the Infinity website, I was like, wait a minute. That goes right here. 40 to 50 grand all arounder
1: wild card QX70. Honestly, who drives a shoe anyway? Hey, exactly. Interesting. Well, uh, I remembered that car being. Very car-like and less SUV-like when I'm sitting in the driver's seat.
0: But they were doing that ten years ago when nobody was doing it, and now right.
1: that's the thing. All the CUVs are chasing that, and that car still exists. We gave you less interior space and more car mm-hmm. that fits in fewer places. You're welcome, hike, everyone. Yeah, but but that's that's what's selling. Huh? Interesting. All right. Well, for me, the uh, the the family, the family SUV. Sure. Yeah. It was a tie. Ooh. I I. Really, I struggled with this. So I relegated this to a tie. Okay. And it's two cars you and I have not driven, and they're both spanking brand new. They couldn't get newer at this point in time. 2018 Volo XC60. Okay. It's got all the S90 beautiful styling language and elements about it. $41,500 is where it starts for those. Okay. Tied with... And... Get ready for faint clown music and laughing in the background. Okay. A 2018 Range Rover Velar starting at (laughs) $49,900.
0: I told you there's going to be laughing. Yeah, Yeah. now now we sneeze and it is in the next category, (laughs) but I take your point.
1: I have said on on a lot of podcasts that you couldn't pay me to drive a Range Rover or be in one. I might be coming around because I'm so intrigued with the design language, Mm -hmm. the proportions... The interior is just black panels, and then when you start it up, they all come to life, and then it gets interesting. It's a very clean, nearly boring interior. Mm. It's so clean. But I'm just intrigued by this. It sits in a category that you didn't know existed. Of course it does. Between the Discovery Sport and the (laughs) Evoque, which is a size that you didn't know existed, but it was... uh, yeah, this and the Evoque now is, available in
0: convertible because hey, why not? Yeah,
1: <laughs> why? That seems a natural progression for the world's premier off road four x four brand. Is yes. a Evoque convertible, but yeah, the twenty eighteen Velar. Okay, I'm right. interested. I'm intrigued right. by this car. It's just style.
0: Well, I noted, I noted, I I, I like those. I noted that in the family category, I, I'm I'm playing with the the top of this price point too. But okay. in that, in that category, right. you can do Volvo XC90 starting at forty seven. 40, 46, 47.
1: Yes, you can. Granted, yes, those you can. cars,
0: you can get them to like 80 grand if you start checking boxes. They get nuts fast. But the XC90, which we really like, and the interior is really awesome, does start at 45, 46. We're in that range. Amazing. Upper 40s. Amazing. And then this is where I'm almost in the 50s because you pay taxes and you're in the 50s. But do you know that the Suburban, the king of the seven-seaters that's been around forever and is still – you get in the Suburban now <laughs> – they they are almost eighteen wheeler sized. They are enormous. <laughs> yeah, they are. If you have a ton of, if you're hauling your boat and everyone you've ever known to the lake, Suburbans what you need. Okay, <laughs> they start at forty nine nine. You and all your Facebook friends and yes. your boat, yes, to the lake, yes, the end. They start at forty nine nine. You do want really? a big, you want a big hauler with a ton of space. You don't want a minivan. You're going to haul a boat. Suburban, done. Suburban's the king. you know. And 499 really is. is the beginning. And then by the time you go <laughs> Super Denali, extra sauce, I don't know what it is. It'll be better part of a hundred. But they do start here.
1: Yeah, those Escalades, Escalades are Escalades. like a hundred grand. <laughs> Escalades, yeah. 100. My friend always said Escalade. Yeah, they're a hundred grand now, fully loaded. I know it's nuts. Hundred thousand dollar Cadillac, Cadillac SUV, SUV exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, staggering all right rocking on here to the 50 to seventy-five thousand dollar category we're actually making some progress we are we are we're nearly there so the this is the second to last category we're stopping at 100 grand <laughs> i had a lot of trouble in this category
0: there's a ton of stuff
1: yeah there's a ton of 50 to 75 lovely grand. luscious great great options. german yep. cars now available and uh <laughs> i uh i struggled but i started with the m2 Base price, mm-hmm. seven hundred dollars for my sports car. I like that car. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to order one. I'd still like to buy one. I'm intrigued by this. I think it's really, I think it's for me the choice. And I debated versus the GT350, the Mustang. Mm-hmm. I have that one on my list too. Do you? I yeah. really debated about this. And I keep coming back to the M2 for the size of the car that it is, for the dynamics, and all the stuff I love. And it really won for mm-hmm. me. It won out. I... Where I keep
0: cheating is I keep picking more than one car, and this <laughs> this is the place I'm the worst. I have four under sports cars okay. because this category okay. is littered with great stuff. This is when you begin begin getting into the Porsche 718s. They start at 55. Now, we know because yeah. it's Porsche, it could yeah. be 90 before you blink, but they start at 55. If you want okay? cow-wrapped Everything. exactly on exactly. the inside, you can uh, do but, this. But you already mentioned the M2. It goes here. The GT350 goes here because that is a car of an unbelievable personality. Anybody yeah. that said to me, "I am buying a GT 350," I would say, "When do you get it?"
1: Are we past the price gouging at this point in time? Are we over it? We're, the we're on the back end of it. Over themselves.
0: I mean, that one starts. It says it starts at 56. My suspicion is between if you if you buy one without the all the entertainment bits and blah blah, you can probably get out from under for under 60 grand. I would hope, but maybe not. But still, okay. probably under 60. And then I have to say it as well. The vet, the vet's in here. The, the C7 we really like it. It's at 55 <laughs> base gaming. Pretty much fully loaded Vette. But here's what's interesting: of those sports cars I just listed, okay, the Porsche, the Mustang, and the VET are within about thousand dollars each other base price, right around fifty-five grand. Amazing. The M2 is coming in at fifty-two. It's coming in right. less for base price. Right. It is actually the slight bargain of this group. And if you load out an M2, M2s are a bargain. No, but but you like load one out. Oh yeah. They're still under sixty. You like checked all the boxes. they are like fifty-seven.
1: Oh yeah, there's not very many options. So that's interesting.
0: A of fact. The rest of these, the seven one eight, the GT three fifty, and the Corvette start skyrocketing quick. Mm-hmm. And the M two goes. Do you want it this
1: way or you want it that way? And we're still under sixty. That's that's impressive. All right, for the all arounder, I feel like this car is the GTI to this category. Okay, good. It's the M three. I have to yeah. have an M three here. Okay, all right. Starting at sixty four thousand dollars, right on the money. I feel like this car, yeah, you can go nuts with an M3 too. Yeah, you can. But I've got a friend who has one. He's got three kids. He's got three across Uh seats Uh in the back for his kids. He's figured it out. He can track this. He can go on drives with his wife. He can go out to dinner. It's a luxury car. Track monster. Canyon carving all-arounder. I feel like the M3 has just got to be on my list. I do love this new chassis. I love the F80 chassis. I know you do, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. do appreciate it. I mean, there's things that, you know, mm-hmm. from a pure driver's car, but that's not where it fits for me. It's the yeah. all-arounder. Yeah. And well, that's why I think it lands here for me. I I
0: was not surprised you picked that. It's very much am I a foregone conclusion no in this no, category? no because that car that I car have. in this category is somewhat of a foregone conclusion as an all-arounder yeah, but yeah. I picked the oddball you did the alternative alpha Julia quadrifolio did it you really at 72 grand which is expensive and we don't know what the maintenance and reliability are going to be I know yes that's the big but concern for an all arounder it's you, impressive you just you, you take impressive. you take clients slowly through traffic in that car great. You at, they, maybe you they get in a conversation about the car. Maybe you don't. But it's interesting.
1: It looks good. It's fine. You sit it parked at a restaurant. Fine. You want to hoon it down a back road? Yes. The power is staggering. Mm-hmm. It's the unknowns that kept me from putting that on my I list. can see that.
0: I can see that. But we're buying new cars. We've got yeah. warranties. I went okay. Alpha
1: uh, Julia Quadrifoglio for All right. sure on the all-arounder. I like it. Wow. All right. So we're at the SUV category here. I... <laughs> More laughing ensuing, ensuing. I went with a Macan S. Did you? Okay. Starting at $55,400. Yeah, it, it does. I feel like this is still reasonable-ish. Ish. <laughs> I tell you
0: to check Porsche boxes. It's exactly. you know, kind of reasonable. You
1: can really, yeah, you can blow it out of the out of the sky here. But... In terms of options, but I I like this car for the all-arounder category. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, not all-arounder, but for the SUV. The family thing, yeah, yeah. Family thing. And we've discussed this, and I still would own one. There's just things I like better about mm-hmm. some cars and you know yeah. bigger and smaller but i i still feel like i'm excited about
0: that piece on velocity the yeah. gla versus yeah, macan versus your jeep it's an interesting discussion okay i like I that went
1: macan macan s okay not the base macan yeah, the yeah. i simpler. agree i agree yeah it's got to be the macan you s, at least jump up to the s and that does have the pdk in it and mm-hmm. that is one of the brilliant points of that car mm-hmm. so well i went cayenne because if we're Did talking, really? we're
0: talking fifty to seventy-five, and we're talking okay. family car, and, and 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 as we of course are discussing, family car. But you're an enthusiast, you got to look at a Cayenne. You should sure. also look at the X5. It's in this same rough sure. price category. Sure. They're within three or four thousand dollars of each other for base price. We're right around sixty grand for base. And in both cases, check boxes and watch it go nuts. But you can get into a Cayenne starting at sixty, and I think that is the more usable family car mm-hmm. than the Macan. And so, it and the X5 are on my list, short list for
1: those. Okay, I like it. And finally, wrapping up the top end category, seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars, stopping at a hundred. Here we go. <laughs> I hate to be a foregone conclusion. I really do. We all know where you're going. Just but go. You see what's coming. Porsche has twenty versions of the nine eleven. Is it just? Is it down to twenty? It's been whittled down to twenty. <laughs> they, we slashed it really sat burned. down and
0: just carved out that segment and went. <laughs> no, it's down to twenty.
1: They worked hard. We're down to 20 options, but the base 911 starts at 91. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Not surprised. Knew it would be 911. In fact, day long. I
0: knew it would be so much that I, with complete <laughs> confidence, backed my corner and went Lotus Evora 400, also starting at 91.
1: Does it really? Yes. Because I've only seen them for about 100, 104. They start at 91 that low.
0: So wow. we both backed our corners right there in the red corner and the blue corner. We actually <laughs> went to the mat for real. There it
1: was. That's awesome. All right. For the all-arounder, I picked another Porsche.
0: Okay. But it's the Sport Turismo. See, I did that for family. The Sport Turismo
1: is, is the sport wagon, the actual it the, is. The shooting brake. I love it. It is. This is for all-around. Starts at $96,200. That's an expensive car. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I am so intrigued by this car. I have not seen one on the road yet in in the flesh. The shooting brake ones in the are sheet metal. pretty looking, aren't they, in Man, photos? I, I am can't wait so to see excited about this.
0: Because the revised Cayenne looks better. I mean, pardon me, the revised normal Panamera looks better.
1: Yes, it does. So it, they revised the back I mean, end. I so like that, the old one. The I know you one, did. I didn't. But, yeah. but
0: the revised new Panamera it's back end looks better. And then the Sport Turismo looking. comes along with that shooting brake style. And I just yeah. go,
1: that's what that car should be. Yeah, 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 I'm there. So that's uh, that's my second here.
0: Okay, so my my all arounder, I actually because I had put the the Sport Turismo under the family section with another car, but okay, but for my all arounder, I went. You know what goes here? Cadillac CTS V. Okay, eighty six grand, which is a lot for that car, <laughs> but
1: it is a lot of car. I think topped out, you're still well within the category. I think fully loaded, you're, it's not you You're gonna you're gonna be right
0: around a hundred if you really yeah, check all the boxes. you to be right so. around hundred in okay. that car.
1: So yeah. Because that's your all around. You could be an, a hot an, car. You could
0: be an executive just driving clients around, going to dinner, you know, commuting in your CTSV. You're teasing it, by the way. But then, if right. you want to go hoon that car on the weekends, that is a monster. And drop your kids off at school and do burnouts as you're leaving. Uh, exactly. You could be that guy. You're sideways out of the carpool lane. That sounds like a good <laughs> Tuesday to me. So yeah. So that's the Cadillac CTSV. It starts at eighty six grand and goes up. And then also in the family category, I have to say it. It has to be mentioned somewhere. The Tesla Model S.
1: Yes. By the time you're over there.
0: 75 grand, you can sure. get yourself a new Tesla Model S. Now, of course, used options, Which whatever. kilowatt
1: battery did you choose in there? Well,
0: that's the thing. You can get, uh, I think you can just get into the 90. Like the, the oh, very really? bottom okay. end of the 90s. So you don't have to go with it, slum dollar. it
1: over here in the 75-kilowatt Tesla. You can,
0: you can get it in the 90s. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're not going to probably have all your boxes of ludicrous mode and other madness. and you know, Sure. But you won't have plaid either. But the uh, <laughs> but the Tesla Model S is an option brand new at this less than 100 grand range. So I, come on. It's got space. It's a worthwhile family car. It's a counterpoint to the Panamera we're talking about. It goes here, too. I can
1: see that. All right. And uh, the last car, the SUV is yet a third Porsche. Nobody <laughs> surprised. I went with the Cayenne, but I went with the GTS. Okay, sure. Because yeah, yeah, it yeah. starts at a squeak under 100000 grand $98,600 oh, wow. base for a Cayenne GTS. Porsche has whittled this category down to only 14 flavors of the Cayenne. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Five flavors of the Macan. And anyway, yeah, so I'm going for Cayenne. And uh, if you're going to get an SUV... Staying under hundred grand. Of course, there's the turbo and all that jazz, but yeah. under hundred grand at yeah, kind that. of power. and I see that. Yeah. performance. This car is just yeah, yeah, yeah. mind blowing. So Cayenne GTS.
0: Very good for me. Very good.
1: I we kind of fell across the finish line there, but
0: that was <laughs> under twenties to hundred grand. Uh, Kevin and all of you listening, I hope that at least kind of covers the question. I'm the one that always talks about dogs and kids and messes in cars. <laughs> You've That's, got them. Yeah, I, I have both of the above. And the problem with the dog is the dog goes everywhere. You know, my, my wife has a Cayenne with leather seats. How do you protect that? Yeah. I have to have a cover for the back seat of our car. And Covercraft has an entire
1: canine section. Yeah. Not only that, they've got a section for just about everything in your car, from dash mats, the sun protectors, the Those sunscreens. Are awesome. Those are great. Not to mention the covers. I've been using them for years. If you go to Covercraft, don't forget to use the word debate. The code debate for free shipping in the U.S.
0: So uh, we have some Facebook questions to cover, and uh, and then we're going to wrap this up. This has already been almost a full podcast just
1: doing that, as we know. Yeah, be. we do. We've got a few in here. Squeeze a man, guys. Thank you for your questions. There's one from Donald S. asking about does stop start technology really save gas, especially if you're in the city or rush hour traffic? He asks on Facebook, and I will say yes mostly if you're mostly you know you've got to use it a lot to really start to save gas because if you're idling for just 10 seconds and then it comes back on how much gas did you save is it meaningful to you did it really affect your wallet in my opinion it doesn't and to be honest this system is far harder on batteries and starter motors than the payoff for saving gas is.
0: I've actually wondered that. Somebody's going to do that study. I'm actually wondering Somebody about needs to. the, especially when you're dealing with like uh, high PSI turbo engines, because the engine got smaller and now it's also a turbo and all this other extra sure. plumbing and stuff. To turbo makes, has a turbo. Make, yeah, exactly. It make, makes the engines life harder to begin with. And now we add, it is constantly being started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped. I'm wondering about long-term wear. Somebody smarter than me yeah. with more mechanic capability than me is going to have to figure this out, and I'm sure they are already. But I I really do wonder if you had that car versus a non-start-stop, naturally aspirated engine, wouldn't that
1: kind of old school just run better for longer? I think it has to be hard on the engine. It is. It's hard on everything. And I just don't know that the payoff and the benefit is really quite there yet. And on a lot of the BMWs you and I have driven, it's it just naturally defaults to if on. they have it, they all default to on, which is just enraging. Yeah, just drives me <laughs> up a wall. And I
0: mean, having the option, fine. Giving me the, uh, giving
1: it to me as the default. I, I, Where's the button? You know, I almost feel like you use more fuel because, okay, it turns off at a stoplight, and you think, okay. And then as soon as the light turns green, you're on it, and then you come on, get the system going, and you almost use more fuel, and you're pushing hard on the gas to get going. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm dicing it very thinly here, but I don't know that the benefit really saves you that much. Yeah. I see you know, long term, hmm. honestly. Did you see um Jared
0: asked this question on Facebook. He said he learned to drive on a front wheel drive car Has only ever had mm. front wheel drive car. He's wondering if he's gotten himself into bad habits. And what is front wheel drive showing him that other cars don't? Honestly, Jared from a from a kind of beginning discussion, Good driving habits for corners and this kind of thing was actually what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, how to, you're talking about you know accelerating out of turns as you straighten the vehicle, all this kind of stuff. All of those things are somewhat universal. What happens is how the car's dynamics change at the edges. Sure. So right. a, I'll give you the best example: front wheel drive versus rear wheel drive. Okay. The same thing applies coming into the corner. Brake in your straight line, decelerating into the corner. That. Right. If you want to just right. stay, look, you can get into trail braking. We can talk about retra- rotation. Drifting can, a Fiesta ST. We can get into these things for sure. <laughs> they exist. But I'm just talking about the basic realities that you can't go wrong with. in right. the straight line, coming into the corner, accelerate on the back half of the corner, accelerate as you're opening the wheel. All these things, that works front wheel drive or rear wheel drive. The difference, the key difference is what happens with throttle under the middle of the corner. Mm-hmm. Too much throttle on your front wheel drive, you're just going to scrub. You're going to understeer out because the wheels can't take it. But yet, I'll give you an example on our pilgrimage trip. I, I thought about it this, this, this past year when we went, the first year when we went, you and me, I didn't realize, realize okay. as much. But we were there the second time. There's that double left hander, double gauche.
1: hmm.
0: Right. Okay. Also called Puhan. All right. right. Oh, yes. It's this amazing dual apex corner, left dual apex corner with this huge runoff, like a football field of concrete yeah. weather runoff. Yeah. When you have an uh, M235i on that, rear wheel drive, you can put your, you can turn in. Mm -hmm. Leave the wheel at one setting and you can completely settle the car with just the throttle. Yeah. A little more throttle brings the background, a little less throttle, scrubs it a little. All you're doing, that's never going to happen in that front wheel drive car. You can't, you can't dance it through the corner like you can in that rear-wheel drive. So where, the only sure. place you're, quote-unquote, sure. having bad habits here, Jared, is just the fact that you can't learn how throttle affects other types of setups. I would highly advise you either take a class or buy a car with a different setup to feel that
1: difference. But the fundamentals are the same. Agreed. Agreed. I'm glad you brought that up. I chose a question off Instagram here from Eli Miller 64 who asks, is it safe to buy a car that has been in an accident but is CPO? Now this is intriguing to me because I didn't know that cars that have been in accidents could therefore be eligible to be CPO. It's kind of surprised as well.
0: I think it's. I think the the key question here is what kind of accident?
1: Yes, yes. If it's cosmetic, then okay. You know, urethane body panels, you know, front and rear are easily replaced. But if it's a major accident, I don't know that they're eligible even to be CPO because of the checklist of things they've got to meet just to get them ready would surprise me as well the sales department has to approach the maintenance department and get all this work done and actually pay the Mm -hmm. departments even though the money stays at the dealership they have to you know get all this work done and it has to meet this checklist of requirements and I'm thinking if it's been in an accident like I said if it's pretty minor which i think is probably what it is if it's cpo well then so. it does come with a warranty and you're good mm-hmm. but i don't think you can buy a cpo car the other you know otherwise well, but, it'd just be a used car exactly
0: but you mentioned the warranty thing that's the key thing most of these cpo cars come with an extended warranty it's a longer right. warranty than the right. car would have had if you just bought it used so on on one level you're taking less risk than if you'd bought a car that wasn't cpo that you has been in some kind of minor wreck because clearly if if the dealer hasn't certified it, so to speak, to to defend themselves against you using that extended warranty, they've only cost themselves money. So that extra warranty is actually the safety more so than the CPO is.
1: Man, we've gotten through all kinds of questions. Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: Huge Many of you keep asking about cars at price points. There you go. I'm sure we'll (laughs)
1: revisit this many, many other times because not everything was covered, but wow, that was a lot. Guys, thank you so much for listening, for watching next podcast number two hundred. Oh my gosh. We're taking Any question that isn't car related. It's all non-car questions. Yeah. Yep. So get ready for that. Think of your questions for us when we post, and we'll see you next time. Until then, cheers.